What's going on, guys? It's Monday Madness. I'm your host, Anthony. You're listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we've got a couple of different things going on the show. First, we're going to be talking a little bit about HBO Max's 2021 movie release. We're going to dive into a little bit of sports and the main topic of today's show is minimalism. And I've got a couple of different avenues that we're going to incorporate minimalism. Uh, But it should be a fun topic. I feel like it's a cultural thing that we're seeing in several areas in which we're going to cover today. It's a brand new week. I hope your weekend went extremely well. As normal for me, I'm kind of pushing forward. As I said, I believe in the last podcast or the one before, got some changes I'm, I'm trying to make some uh some personal changes uh as i uh was saying what right around new year's on how they're not going to be any kind of resolution it's just going to be a perpetual thing that way i don't lose uh the interest or lose uh the ability to kind of keep pursuing it so i'm working on those i'll give you an actual update with some real information um as progress is made but Outside of that, it was nice. Uh, got outside for a little while and enjoyed it and started thinking, okay, well, what do we got next week? Let me uh, start thinking about that. And here we are. Let's dive into a little bit of news. So as we all know, uh, between pretty much every show and everything that's going on, um, the the guys at Disney are releasing an incredible amount of shows. I've mentioned it. Dustin's uh, last episode, he dived knee deep into WandaVision and a, several other things, um, but predominantly in the uh, MCU and Disney Plus world. And if you didn't catch that, make sure and catch it. It's the Friday show. Uh, so he's got that base covered. I've mentioned several things from, uh, HBO max and Netflix, but now we finally have the HBO max, uh, schedule. Now, some of these dates are not, um, concrete yet. They're still, uh, to, uh, to be determined, but I figured why not run through a handful of the movies or more that we have coming to HBO max. As you guys know, there are some pretty big titles in here, which is exciting. So some of these are just TV shows and then the summer movies. So Search Party, the fourth season, January 14th is out. Gamora, season three, uh, January 21st. The Little Things, January 29th. That is the movie. I I made reference to it a couple of episodes ago with Denzel Washington. Um, It's got uh, several other big actors like Jared Leto and and others, but looks really good. It's uh, kind of a different movie, which I'm excited to see. Um, let's see, Arthur's Law comedy series supposed to come out in January. The event is supposed to cam- come out in January. I think this may have already came out because I watched the event and that's a really cra- kind of a crazy show. Um, in fact, it's about uh, curating event like massive events with like uh, they had Wolf Wolfgang Pucks uh, one, uh, one of his restaurants that's at I can't remember the name of the the uh, tennis court but it's a very very 
big name tennis court and it, it's a behind the scenes on how they curate it, how they do it, how they provide all of the uh, services as far as the food and everything. It's pretty crazy. Uh, lockdowns coming January. Perfect life possession. Let's skim through and get to some movies. Selena plus chef is coming. Tom and Jerry's coming March 5th, which, uh, I know Dustin and myself have kind of mixed feelings on on that one, but uh, we'll have to see. Let's keep going. The Many Saints of New York I spoke about recently. Super excited. That's March 12th. Mortal Kombat is April 16th. Godzilla versus Kong is May 21st. The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. June 4th. In the Heights is June 18th. Space Jam, A New Legacy, is going to be a summer release dropping July 16th. An incredible fall release is The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn, the James Gunn version. And that is August 6th. Dune is October 1st. King Richard is November 19th. The Matrix 4 is dropping. December 22nd, which is awesome. That's awesome. Um, and it looks like they've got several other kind of to-be-determined shows. So, I mean, that's a pretty, I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty strong, pretty strong lineup. Oh, they also have uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That's, I think, coming out soon. It's a sin. Uh, let's. There's a bunch of new series and several, several, uh, looks like additional movies they just don't have apparently they don't have all of the information out quite yet but uh reminiscence is from the westworld co-creators uh tokyo vice is a new series Zack snyder's justice league of course i believe that's that's also in uh march let me let me see when Zack snyder's because i thought the date may have changed Let's see what it says. Oh yeah, March 2021. I don't see uh I don't see the official date. So, I feel like that's a pretty strong they have a strong lineup because they they had just strong movies coming to it. So, I think HBO Max could could kind of pull through as we all know. Um, you know, we're waiting to see is Amazon going to do anything cuz clearly Netflix uh, is with new movies every week and of course new series Disney of course is they're dumping uh an incredible amount of TV shows that are going I, I guarantee are going to be extremely popular and then uh yeah I just covered the bulk of what we're seeing from HBO Max and that doesn't include I mean just because we see some of that I can guarantee if stuff uh comes in early or or shows uh just shows up plus additional movies that are being bought um, so, you know, we'll have to see, uh, a, a little bit of news I did want to bring up <clears throat> and I know generally, generally we don't bring up much sports, but, um, from a cultural standpoint, the fight that just happened in the UFC, uh, you know, you've got the, it, Conor McGregor, if you don't know that name, you probably should. The guy is 
just a stud. He's an incredible, an incredible athlete. He's also an incredible voice. He's he created uh just such and I don't know if charisma is the word or or if it's just his uh, raw talents and abilities of shit talk or what it is exactly, but the guy has been just a phenomenon um, as far as drawing audiences and just creating um, changes in the UFC, of course, from a personal standpoint, which is which is awesome. Um, he, he's just he's just done such an incredible job. Anyways, he just returned and fought Dustin Poirier, who does Dustin Poirier. Poirier TKO'd round two at 2.32. And it's crazy because there's so much hype um, built around this fight. Of course there was. McGregor being the the freak of nature that he is with bringing the hype. And then, of course, Dustin Poirier, the defending champion, and just the dude's a badass. Both of these guys are. And uh, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. It was just an incredible thing. I watched the after- Come to find out the pay-per-views are getting expensive these days. I was going to buy the pay-per-view. I had some stuff going on, so I would have missed more than half of it. So I elected not to. And I don't know that I really wanted to pay 70 bucks for a pay-per-view. I thought that was kind of kind of spendy. Um, anyways, Dustin Poirier was the winner. We'll see what Conor McGregor does, though. And, and that's the, the other thing. I mean, the guy's known in and out of the sport he's known for all of his shit talk he's his crazy antics his the show that he puts on he is probably one of the most well-dressed UFC guys uh so he makes a fashion statement and just everything I just think it's it's a crazy thing anyways we'll have to see what uh his next fight could look like um he's still relatively young in the fight game coming in at what 32 yeah 32 years old um, so I guarantee we still got quite, quite a bit of stuff coming from Mr. Connor McGregor in the future. And it'll be exciting to see it. I think it's good for the sport, but I also think it's good for, uh, the entertainment business, the sports business, um, and just everything as a whole. All right. So let's dive into the main topic today, folks, and that's minimalism. So this this has been one that's been on my list for quite a while, and there's several reasons why it's been just kind of hanging out, and I have not uh, done it as far as covering it, and I'll probably cover this uh, several times over with the years to come, or I hope to, um, because I find it to be an extremely interesting subject. I also, um, when it comes to minimalism, there's a lot of incredible things that people have done uh, to enhance their home, enhance their office, enhance their gaming stations. And that's really at first glimpse in when I, when I started kind of conceptualizing, what do I want to talk about? Um, this and many other topics was like minimalism today is so incredible. Um, as far as, uh, your home technology, your computer area, your office, your living room, your game room, or what it, what have you. And here's, Here's how and why. If you elect to go that route, right? Um, years, uh, shoot, I don't know how many years ago. Uh, I actively follow a lot of big tech YouTubers. Um, and even beyond that, 
you know, I, I've always been interested in, in kind of what, what's going on with TVs and what's going on with cell phones and what's the newest and why is it new and all of those things, as, as I'm sure many of you have to some degree, right? Maybe, maybe you're a gamer and you want the best console that's coming out, or maybe you're not, maybe you're just an audiophile and you love listening to, you know, like, uh, a premium set of headphones, listening to some badass acoustic music, or maybe you're uh, an office worker, or maybe you're into home theater and in watching these shows on HBO and and Disney. And maybe that's your like thing, or maybe none of this is maybe none of it is because that's the great thing about uh, the minimalism that I'm, that I'm talking about is maybe you're none of those things and you're a casual TV user or a casual gamer, and you're like, I don't need any of the fancy stuff. This goes both ways. And um, as far as minimalism in your tech space or home um, area, the name of the game more or less is less is more. So um, something something to look at, a little, little adventure for you maybe, or maybe not, maybe this is a waste of your time is, you know, look at your TV console and kind of step back with me here. And do you have 8,000 things on your console or right next to your console? Do you have a sound system with wires running on the floor? Do you have a sound bar or a TV mounted on the wall and you got like a, what looks to be a rat's nest between the TV and the sound bar or the sound bar and the entertainment stand? Or to the wall, do you have a rat's nest of power cords? You got 87 plants or, you know, 35 Tokyo pop figures. Now, when we when we think about minimalism, it's like you can't have, I can't have. Well, that's not true. And, and really the concept um, behind it, especially in your uh, TV sitting area or gaming room or, or whatever is, less is more. You know, and the reason that that's so crazy is years past, you know, back when the Nintendo days, like there wasn't a whole lot you were doing. And it's just crazy to think, you know, I mean, if you had a cool sound system in the 80s and 90s and shit for half the 2000s, it had a humongous receiver and you had humongous ass wooden boxed speakers that were hopefully eloquently placed around your home in a big ass, heavy old school TV. You move forward to now, and now you can get a flat screen TV that's nice and tight against the wall, um, or you can have one that tw- that tilts and swivels. But these TVs are, what, a half an inch thick? Um, and that may be even considered thick to today's standard. Then you have anywhere from wired premium audio or even just wired audio in a sound bar below, which most even, even mediocre sound bars sound pretty good. Um, and then you've got wireless systems and then you've got all these different systems and where the minimalism to me comes in, in the less is more spot is, it's like, don't get 87,000 components. That's the, that's the one thing in the tech world today where we, everyone is so fortunate to where today shit, you, you don't even need, for the most part, you don't really need a cable box. You don't need it. You're not playing DVD. Most of us aren't playing DVDs. In fact, I bought a 4K player. It sat under my uh, 
under my TV unused. I just disconnected it and I've got to find a use for it because I stream 99% of movies now. Like it, it, I'm hard pressed. So what does that mean for components? I have a, t uh, let's see, what, what do I personally have? So um, most of them, most of the TVs have an Xbox and a uh, Apple, uh, the little Apple TV home. That's it. So two components. And then um, for the most part, I try to hide the wires. Not every room in my house is good. I try to do better. Um, and then I try to reduce clutter. Now, everybody's different. I just find it to be extremely uh, interesting to just spend some time. And I also think that some people should probably spend some, just spend a few minutes, man. You got kids, a cat, a dog, people over. You don't, especially if it's in your sitting room, it's like, go get some, uh, go get some plastic ties. Um, you can get them from your local hardware store. You can order them on Amazon. I mentioned bongo ties before, but like you can get anything. Keep your wires like at least semi nice together, you know, clean off your entertainment stand a little bit, take a step back. Um, it, it's a nice thing is in my opinion is what it is. It's nice. It kind of keeps it fresh, easy to clean, looks, looks good. It's more inviting than just like, oh my God, I can't even see the TV because you have three plants. Your, your cockatoo is blocking it's it's cage is blocking it i mean like what do you got going on what do you got going on over now so that is one example and, and i do i mean i i do it all the time i look at little things actually recently i've been kind of tweaking little things around the house in my spare time i'll take some notes man i gotta i gotta fix these wires in fact i've got a i do have some wires i gotta go fix and these little these little lists and trying to take my time and fix them and, and make them work better and unhooking shit that just doesn't need to be hooked in. Um, that's the TV world. Another very, very popular one is in uh, the office world. Um, in fact, I, I joined a couple of minimalist office groups just because I was like, man, their freaking office area looks incredible. Uh, gaming station. I mean, like some of the gaming setups, if if you've never seen a gaming uh computer setup before that's very well done i mean same most of those are minimalist not all of them some of them have an incredible amount of stuff but it's the same it's the same concept and it isn't just about the in my opinion it isn't just about the uh visual gain that you get from uh creating this just like nice clean space it's also functionality you're not knocking shit over you're not working over stuff you can see whether it's your monitors or your chargers or whatever it is um you can see it in in my opinion it's it's a lot easier to manage now there are tricks to it it's not an easy feat to uh, create a productive area if you need several components and uh recently i am i i'm trying to dumb down my own stuff and uh, trying to find cheap alternatives because like I don't want to waste any more money, but I also don't want to have to unplug three things to plug one thing in or or what whatever or have 50 things hooked to my desk and my uh, power bar and all this. So I'm trying to find hubs and um, alternative connections. And it, it's a nice thing to be at this point. And what I would say is if any of this interests you, of course, you know, there is some really cool uh, stuff on Instagram, stuff on Facebook. Just put in minimalist desks or minimalist entertainment setups. 
And I'm not saying to follow any of this. In fact, like if it's not your thing at all, then just don't disregard it. Um, but if you want ideas for it, because I, it requires, you know, at first I was just skimming through and I was wrapping up my setup and and I'd seen several of these tech videos from MKHB to Jace Two Cents, Linus Tech Tips, uh, you know, I was going to say Potato Jet, but um, all of these guys have watched them for years and they've had just setup after setup and after it where they explain stuff and they walk through it. I'm like, man, it just makes too much sense in my opinion. And there's, like I said, if you need help getting ideas for it, cause it, cause like I need, I need help and I need creativity and, and everything to kind of get the juices flowing for me to do any of those types of projects. But most of them are extremely cheap. Uh, and they're not very time consuming and you're going to reap the reward in the end. A, if anything, you're going to have a clean desk for a while or a clean entertainment stand for a while. Um, and maybe that helps. Maybe that's the only reason you do it. Or maybe you like the simplicity of showing off a couple of things as opposed to 50 things. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it, it is an interesting topic. Um, and, and I find it interesting that it's grown to what it is. I mean, there's so many videos on it. There's, there's photos on it. There's, it's become quite the thing and and really there's there's some incredible setups out there again some are cost effective some are very expensive um but building something up like that i feel is pretty cool and another extension of minimalism that has gotten big so you know we just covered like your tv area entertainment area uh your office area or gaming gaming room setup on you know just take things into consideration step back, take a look. And one that's really caught on and is, has grown cult-like followings, even aside from those two, because believe it or not, I mean, like each one of those have cult-like followings, but so does your daily minimalist life. There's TV shows on this. There's like how-tos and how, how to do different things. It, it's pretty wild um, to me. Not that uh, you know, that that's a whole different thing, but I wanted to talk about because I find it, I think it's interesting and it's a relevant thing that is happening uh, today. And it plays a part in what tech are you consuming? What tech are you buying? What are the reasons why I don't need three TVs? Shit, I don't even need one TV. I just use a tablet because while well, a tablet gets me to the same place as what one or five TVs would do, um, basic things like that, or uh, they have the minimalist wallets now, which I personally bought a couple, like what, a year and a half, two years ago, changed my life. I was carrying around this fat ass leather wallet. My back would hurt if I sat on it. Um, you know, stupid stuff like that. Slimming the wallet down. I hated my minimalist wallet to be completely honest. I carried it. I actually had one before, um, a few, like shoot four or five years ago. And I wore it once or twice. I hated it. Like I said, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I was like, man, I, I can't be doing this big wallet thing. Switch down to a just a little RFID blocker holds. I think I think it can hold up to like six or seven cards. I only carry four cards, a couple pieces of uh, of of dollar, you know, like a couple bucks, you know, and that's it. That's all I carry now. And it has been awesome. I will say that I don't have all the shit. I don't need 80 receipts or 15 different insurance cards or what have you. And it's, it, it's been great. And that's one of like, I could sit here for five hours just talking about 
um, personal minimalism choices or minimalistic choices um, for stuff that you're, you know, that you're doing or, or stuff that you're uh, carrying. But I would say, you know, from a personal, just, just look around, man, you know, do I got too much shit ultimately? Or, you know, am I overburdening myself with all these things? And minimalism also, in in the sense of, like, find your own threshold, I feel like that's my interpretation of it. It's like, if you want to be a minimalist, you know, find your threshold. Because you can't go too far. Like, I am going to carry a wallet. I'm not going to carry. I don't need a wallet anymore. I'm going to carry a wallet. That's ridiculous. Um, I don't do a lot of the shit that minimal air quote minimalists do, but I do find some of these um, pieces or some of the ideas and concepts uh, to be helpful in my life. Now, maybe you're an extreme minimalist and if you got it dialed in, or maybe you're the opposite and you're like, man, I don't give a shit about any of this. And that's, that's okay. Either which way. Um, but I, I, I still find it to be just a uh, pretty cool, something to be aware of, um, and, and something to at least maybe trigger some thoughts in your mind. And it, you can think about that as spaces go in your house. Uh, you can think about it as far as setting up tools. Why do I have eight piles of tools and why are they on the workbench? Why can't I put them away? Uh, maybe I can get rid of half of them. Why do you know, let me get the stuff that I need that I actually use, you know, stuff like that. And uh, again, I mean, we can go extreme, you know, extreme in one direction or the other. That's not the point of the podcast at all. I just wanted to give some of my ideas and thoughts based around it. Continuing this thought, though, I'm not stopping there. You thought I was done right there and this was just going to be over. Would have been like my shortest podcast of all time. No, no, we got we got a little bit further to go, folks. Uh, let's talk about those folks, the, the minimalists that, uh, there's a TV shows on this. It's crazy. This is crazy to me. The, the mini homeless people I don't need. And, and you know, shit, they're right. I feel like part of me feels like, man, these people are right, you know, but they're living in like a shed, a highly modified shed to accommodate, you know, whatever, whatever their lifestyle is. And it's like, it's pretty genius because a lot of these, I mean, you can, there's, uh, I think, a show on uh, HGTV. I think I've watched it a couple of times just out of curiosity. I'm like, this is crazy. These people bought a shed or shed-like building, and then they convert it. You know, they do, whether it's, uh, uh, elect- no, I don't think most, electric or gas as far as heat and uh, appliances go, and then they just deck it out, man. And, uh, it normally there, some, I think some of them have like one bedroom, one bathroom, and it's just this tiny little house and nothing else. I mean, you got one, one little TV, if a TV at all. Uh, but you think about that other than, I mean, the damn space is just so tight. That's the, that's the part to me that is like irking, um, is the space. I mean, and not to say that you need a lot of space, but man, that is a, those are tight quarters and you're definitely not, uh, for the most part, you're not going to be having a lot of house guests over. Or maybe you are, and maybe you're just having them in the yard or something. I I, I don't know. Um, but if you watch some of those videos, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, pretty wild. It's also, you know, wild to think that it's like, well, there's a lot of people that do this. There's a lot of people that are the, that are the extreme opposite to where, you know, money is no option. They want this humongous house and all this shit. 
um, and all the stuff and so forth and so on. And it, and it's just like, I, I find it to be amazing. And moving, kind of moving that idea into uh, another is the overlanding group, which is not really a minimalist group, I wouldn't say, but I still want to talk about them because I think it's cool. Um, and it's got that same idea, you know, where people are building up vans and like that's that's their home for if not full time. There's actually several that did it full time, but these are not as as cheap as the mini homes. Um, in some cases, they are because people alter some pretty cheap things. But there's been several people where they're they're buying these four by four off road vans and turning them into essentially overlanding, badass like mobile home rigs that are not that huge you know they got beds in them a little stove top they get electrical uh some electrical stuff so they can run power some of them have solar panels some of them have bathrooms and, and all of these features and they live in these things i mean some of them are it's only for uh small periods of time so they'll go out for a couple of months or a month or a couple of weeks and that's like their vacation rig others they're like no man this is this is it i'm out i'm out traveling dude this is what I do, and I find that to be extremely interesting. And you can watch these builds. I watched several of these things. In fact, I got hooked, um, and, and I still look at it on and off. I, I think it's exciting. I think it's a cool idea. Um, I I probably won't do it, but I just like it. I, I like what they're doing. Um, I like the work, the craftsmanship that goes into this stuff, and I, and I like to hear their stories. Hey, man, you know, I was on the road for four weeks, and we did this. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Um, and I don't know, I think it's a combination of like, these people are building these things and that's cool. Um, what they're doing generally is pretty cool, but, um, what's interesting about it, it's like, why do I find that cool? But if someone did this with an RV, I think it would be lame. Like, I don't want to watch a video of a guy with an RV, right? I mean, so I don't know. Um, the other thing with the overlanding though, that's really cool is the off-road rigs, and predominantly speaking, if you're overlanding, you got a four by four badass rig that can go into the mountains, that can drive on snow and ice, that can go to places that your conventional vehicles can't go. And you have the luxury of being able to sleep inside. In fact, there's several uh, YouTube channels, there's several videos, there's been many series that were just on these vehicles. You got to check them out. Again, they're overlanding vehicles. And uh, yeah, they're 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 pretty badass. Now, before I forget, I do want to mention, in, in regards to that same that same kind of thought, <clears throat> and you may have heard this story. I remember seeing this on HBO Sports a long time ago. They did a special. Actually, several people have, but I watched it a long time ago because it was yeah. I think it was on HBO Sports. They had like a little section where they talked about it. So. <clears throat> let me uh here we go let me uh read this to you real briefly this is coming the news here is coming from business insider folks an article written by kathleen elkins uh anyways june june 2010 daniel norris signed his first pro baseball contract with the P toronto blue jays that contract had a $2 million signing bonus plus a deal with Nike. 
uh, he he was a pitcher and uh, he was just straight out of high school, right, right, right. So pretty badass. But where the story actually gets good is Daniel Norris uh, signed his contract and he went and got a mustard yellow Volkswagen bus. And he freaking lives in the bus is really the crux of the story. And uh, let's see, that's, that's what's crazy. So this guy, actually, I think he still lives in the bus. It's like this whole thing. I'm pretty sure it's still, he still lives in the bus. So two and a half weeks after the spring. I believe he does do some hotels and stuff. So this guy for years, and I don't know if he still does now, because the original article was written, what, seven years? No, nine years ago. I feel like he still does live in the bus. Anyways, um, he's got a 1978 Volkswagen little camper thing, and he parks down by the beach, and that's that's his house. He'll go, and I think he stays in a hotel or goes and stays with people, gets his clothes washed, um, but just doesn't need much. He loves the beach. He loves to do just basic things. He's banking. This dude has got to be banking so much money for playing pro baseball and being able to do that. Loves his van, loves his lifestyle. That's quite minimalist, in my opinion. If you're a professional baseball player signing those kinds of uh, those kinds of uh, contracts, and you still uh, got your spot, really cool guy. Again, there's several interviews with him in regards to uh, why he did it or why he's doing it. It's nothing. I, I don't think it's anything crazy. It's just like dude knows what he likes. He yeah, he's successful, but he's still a normal dude. Again, that's Daniel Norris. Check him out. He's a uh, MLB pitcher. And, uh, yeah, I I just thought that was cool. And, again, let me jump back. Let me jump back to the uh, overlanding vehicles. Um, And you can look these up. Again, you can look up off-grid adventure vans. They have conversion. I mean, like, some of this is pretty impressive. Even if you don't give a shit about any of what I'm talking about, just take a look at it. It's a fun time to look at what these guys are doing to these vans because – there's it's more than likely if you've seen some of these vans and I've seen several at this point, um, you're like, why the fuck is there a jumbo van? It's just a weird thing to see more than likely. What you're missing is the craziness of what they've got going on on the inside. And like I said, I mean, I've seen some I'm looking at one right now. It's got nice tile backsplashes, TVs, windows, cabinetry, uh, LED lighting. You can cook in front of the window. I mean, like, it's incredible. And again, some some of these are people, uh, some of these are people doing themselves. There's kits you can buy. There's businesses that'll do this for you in your vehicle. Um, I don't know. I, it's, pretty, it's pretty exciting to me. And I can guarantee a bunch of these are going to be on the market after people are like, fuck, I don't want to live in a van anymore down by the, down by the river. <laughs> um i yeah i don't know i don't don't know what it is that i find so interesting about it other than i i still think it's a pretty cool idea that's kind of extreme i again i like seeing it i don't know that i would do i i I feel like if i if that like to get a van or something like uh i don't mind the idea of like doing it with my truck 
as far as I get a camper top, sleep in the bed. Okay. But investing into a van, an expensive van, and then doing this to it and then being like, I'm going to go live in this van now that costs as much as my house or some of them can cost that much, Some, but they're still pretty expensive, which is, which is kind of wild. But I will say as kind of a learning point or what the minimalism has um, done for me after watching all this shit, uh, the YouTube videos and seeing all the Insta- awesome Instagram posts and seeing all these, seeing all this, and then spending some time and reading about it and, and looking more into it is uh, the thing that I like is it, it's opened up some ideas that fit my lifestyle. Like I said, you know, I've spent some time kind of doing so a little bit of cable management, nothing crazy, but I still think it looks better than it did. Little bit of little bit of cleanup on the desks and and uh, cutting back on uh, electronics, cutting back on waste of money on just stupid shit, decorative stuff. Um, and well, in some cases, in some cases, I had to buy some decorative stuff because it was like, man, I have nothing. It, in fact, when I uh, moved down to the the office where I'm recording this now, uh, for weeks I had nothing in here. It was like, fuck, I got to get something. All I've got are these like wood top desks. And as I work down here all, all day long, I'm like, man, this is not good. I feel like I'm in some kind of like institute or something. I got to get some shit. <laughs> um, but that that is my point. I'll get some ideas, you know, and again, none of this stuff may cost money, um, but you'll, you'll maybe take some pride in, in maybe changing some stuff up. That's it. That's that's uh, the bulk of it. The minimalist episode. Trying to trying to touch on a couple of different things. So uh, bear with me as I as I try to venture into the the unknowns. And this just so happened to be again a topic that I find extremely interesting. Um, by no stretch of the imagination do I consider myself a minimalist. Um, I have picked up some minimalist techniques um, from watching and, and learning what some of these extreme people do. And I feel like I, I'm off to a much better foot because of it, but by no means am I a minimalist. We also talked about the HBO movie releases coming out. I feel like some of the dates were missing uh, that should have been there. So unfortunately, uh, the the guide I had there did not guide me all too well. But I am excited to see, uh, you know, Dustin mentioned, well, we mentioned it several times. Dustin recently mentioned it. Uh, I think we mentioned it on our joint podcast that we had a few weeks ago. Uh, the Zack Snyder Justice League coming soon. Um, so w- what the plan is for that is both Dustin and I have to watch that movie and then give our our take of the original and then watch the new one. So we're going to have to line that up fairly close to the release of the new one so it's fresh. We can articulate our our thoughts in the movie, watch the new one, and then give some feedback as well. So that's, a, that's exciting. But damn, they got Dune coming coming. They've got uh, just, uh, they have a solid lineup. I feel like HBO Max is going to be okay. Many Saints in New York, Newark, uh, excited about that as well. Um, To close this guy out, I wanted to talk real briefly on a show I think I I may have mentioned in the last episode. I uh, did watch a couple of episodes of it. I find it to be kind of funny. I know anybody on the podcast from Alaska may, may differ in, then my opinion, and that's okay. I watched the uh, Far North, that new uh, 
cartoon or animated series created by the producers of Bob's Burger. I think it's on FX or I'm not sure what it's on. It's called the far North. It's got a, what Nick, I think it's what Nick Offerman. It's got, Oh, I'm going to forget. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Here we go. Damn it. Of course, there's like 10 movies named this. Here we go. Don't look, don't look up just the far north. There we go. Oh, the great north. Sorry, not the far north. The great north. Oh, come on. Debuted January 3rd. Yeah, they did a two-episode drop. Why don't they have the cast of it? And it is on Fox and Fox now. Hold on. Let me pull the cast up. There's some pretty funny stuff. Here we go. Man, sometimes you just think the simple stuff. Try to get away with it while you're on the podcast. Not so uh, not so lucky, I guess. There we go. Wow. So that is... That is <laughs> Yeah, there's there's some funny scenes. And if if you're into this kind of stuff, but anyways, the cast of it, Jenny Slate is Judy Tobin. Nick Offerman's Beef Tobin. Alanis Morissette is Alanis Morissette. William Fort, Wolf Tobin. Megan Milani is Allison. Uh, and there's there's several others, but Alanis Morissette has uh a funny, kind of a funny role. And anyways, a couple episodes are out. It's a fun show. It's uh, Alaska, their version of Alaska. They say some stupid shit, of course, if you're an Alaskan. But some of it's funny. Find the find the humor in it, folks. Find just a scotch of humor in what they're talking about. All right, that, that wraps this one up, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday Madness. Again, I hope you guys had an incredible weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Monday Madness. I hope you have an incredible weekend, of course. Today's Monday, if you're listening to the day of, or maybe it's someday in between now and Friday. You're going to want to stay tuned on Friday because a new episode of the Friday show will be dropped. And uh, I'll catch you guys next week.